Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Clue, motherfucking Donald, for another episode of Black Wall Music Podcast. And as y'all been seeing me talk about for a little while now, um, I have two really talented gentlemen on here. I have Mr. Joe Ayinde, hopefully I'm saying his name correct. And also I have Khan's producer Khan's in here, man. Um, I appreciate y'all coming out to the show for real. What's up? Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Already, man. Already. Um, so before we get into anything, um, Anybody that, you know, watches my podcast, they know I'm famous for asking this question. Uh, what was the first song you listened to when you woke up this morning? Whew. The first song I listened to I woke up this morning? Yes, sir. Uh, Trademark. Trademark USA by Baby King. Okay, okay, yes, okay, yeah. That, that dropped yesterday, right? Yeah, today, today, actually. Yeah, today, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, that, that Baby King, man, it's, it's going hard already, man. Already. Yeah. What about you, Joe? I actually, the first joint I listened to when I woke up was the uh, the joint that Cons in November dropped today. Uh, actually, that, <laughs> that's the first yeah. joint that I threw on, coincidentally. Okay, okay, you talking about the, uh, let me see, uh, don't, don't tell me, you talking about the Always, right? Yes, yeah. Always, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah right. man, I fell asleep before 12, so um, I didn't get to check when it dropped, so I made sure I, I peeped that first thing when it dropped, man. And man, it, it was same. You know, I was I was looking for it, and, and when it dropped, and when I heard it, honestly, the first thing that I heard, and I don't know if I was you know crazy for thinking this, but I was like, this is like when the first time I heard Vivian. You know, when I heard him and what he put, what he gave to the male R&B, I was like, this is what she has potential to do. Yeah. Down, and it was just it was just something else, man. But before we get carried away with that, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so. Pretty much, uh, I just want to ask y'all, like, uh, y'all's process as as a as an artist and an artist and producer duo on the uh, on the projects that y'all worked on. You know, y'all have Planes One along with Planes Two, and um, listening to both of those, I mean, honestly, just it was literally like it was like a plane, but the plane never came down. It was like I just saw the steady progression as you know, saying as things are you know, what I'm saying going up as far as the lyricism, as far as the production all that so yeah. how is that uh how, how how does that work you know saying that that synergy between artists and producers um from what i from my experience what i've seen even working with producers um anytime i've gotten a dope product out of working with a producer it's because we develop a genuine relationship um of course it's possible to put talent together and make something dope but um i think a lot of a lot of what you hear is just the uh, the culmination of me and Kanzel's brotherhood, and the fact that we uh we like dope shit. <laughs> so like it, uh, I mean it, it comes out in the expression. Kanz, uh, what you got? Yeah, I mean it just like it just having like a an energy connection. We both have like a similar ear. Like we both like if you, if you think something is dope, I think it's dope too. You know what I'm saying? It just. Yeah. It just it just finding someone that has that same energy that you have and yeah. definitely. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, yeah, I was just saying definitely a lot of similar interests when it comes to sound for sure. Um, that that helped uh, a lot of people. I thought that he didn't know of <clears throat> MCs. I thought he didn't know of he knew of. So it was like, oh, so you you tapped into a, a sound that you know not many people are. So that created created something dope. So, so how does that work when, um, or more so, let me realign the question. Um, have you ever been in a situation, you ought to go specific, of course, but in a situation that as a producer, the artist, y'all didn't have the same vibe, or as an artist producer, y'all didn't have the same vibe, um, 
did y'all still work together or was it kind of one of those things that's just like eh, i'm not really sure this is um for me as a producer i mean it's just it really it's just about who's paying me for real for real. <laughs> but i mean <laughs> but, but, but um but if if i find somebody that i i enjoy working with i try to like i try to bring them in close and work with them closely and everything like that but i mean yeah there's always been people who i've, who I've worked with that the energy wasn't quite there but i mean we still made stuff work and still got something out of it okay yeah, I've sat in on some of them sessions with cons. <laughs> it was definitely about the dollar, man. Like, woo, man. Hey, yo, tip your engineers, actually, man, because they go through it. God damn. I can't imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine man. So, <laughs> so, uh, so with that, kind of uh, kind of making a, not even say a 180, but just segue into another topic. Um, when it comes to y'all's musical inspirations, um, like, who are some of those... Um, not as cliche to who were some of your favorite rappers when you were young, but who were really some of those true artists that you can look back to that were like some of your earliest musical memories? Like, I remember, like, you know, I remember Stevie Wonder, Anita Baker, you know, even Tony mm. talked about that old, you know, so I was, you remember that as, as a child. So, you know, who were some of those artists that you remember playing and definitely pushed you in the direction of being in the music industry? Um, me, I, I grew up in church. I'm, I'm a PK. Preacher's kid, man. There's a line of pastors in my in my family, my dad, my grandma. So a lot of definitely a lot of gospel music. Um <clears throat> the uh I always enjoyed the harmonies and the uh, the arrangements in gospel music. Um my dad, he played a lot of Earth Wind and Fire, OJs, things like that. And um what really put me on the path of just even wanting to be an entertainer, MC Hammer was my that was my world. You couldn't tell me nothing about MC Hammer. I, I got the three three lines in the head. I had the ponytail. I had some big ass sweatpants that I, I you know, I passed off as parachute pants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, MC Hammer was a, a major, major influence. And on the real, man, like after that, you know, it was a lot of folks in the uh, the gospel rap industry. Um, Cross Movement. I know a lot of people know who they are. Um, and then, yo, Lil Bow Wow, uh, Mace. Uh, you know, I was into a lot of um, a lot of mainstream shit. <laughs> Honestly, like I was into a lot of mainstream stuff. Ohio. Uh, huh? I said shout out to Ohio. Shout out to Ohio. Shout out, big shout out to the to the second home, man. But, uh, those, were the, those were the early influences for like the early early influences um, that made me interested in creating sounds and stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And like kind of like yeah, I know like who are those producers that you just like that just like really stuck for you. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna change the question for you. You can answer the early childhood. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean like like when I was younger, uh, my mom used to play like a lot of early soul music, so that's where I got like my ear for like hearing soul music and hearing soul samples. So when I like like when I was, as I got older and I started hearing groups like Wu Tang and my beat and game, started to like where songs were came from. How they were manipulating them samples to make the beat sound like that. That's what really inspired me to want to create music. But like, but again, like rapper wise, um, <clears throat> what rappers inspired me when I was younger? Uh, probably the RZA. <laughs> That's where that sounds. Because like, I mean, like he inspired me as a producer and a rapper. Because like, I don't know. I just like the way, he, I like the way he put his verses together and 
He had no flow at all. He had no cadence whatsoever. But didn't give one shit. But, but like he was, he was always, <laughs> he was always dropping jewels on. So yeah, that's my, my bad. Can I use profanity? I'll cut it out. I, I ain't. No, 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 no. We don't got to yeah, worry. About I don't it. know if kids is why. You know, I try to make it honest. You know, what I'm saying, and like, you know, we just gonna speak real. You know, what I'm saying, I just ask, you know, no, nothing racially derogatory toward oh. people or you know, you know, what I'm saying, of course, you know. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, man, it's crazy you mentioned the RZA. So I was uh just just last night I was I was actually watching the rest of the story, sure. and, sure. and I and I heard you know I didn't know the RZA stood for the ruler zigzag zig and Allah. Allah. Yeah. When he broke that down, I was like, yo, okay, like. It yeah. makes sense, you know what I'm saying? How they all kind of switched up, you know, Raekwon went from what shot to well shot to Raekwon. Right. But anyways, man, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's really dope. That's really dope. Um so with so I, I'm I'm gonna direct this one directly to you, Kaz. Um, so I know you meant you already mentioned it, you know, so you were just like, hey, I'm I'm gonna work with who pays me, you know what I'm saying for sure. Uh but what what kind of advice would you give to somebody who, you know, a young artist that came to you, you know, saying, you know, paid the money to work with you and he's really, really dope. Like he really has something. He really is, you know, could be like you see something in him, like what the hell? Like right. do you give him a little bit more than you would give the other? Or do you kind of just let that let that relationship build, you know, as it's kind of, it's kind of both. I mean, like there's people I've thought that were like really, really dope, but like we didn't really work that much together after I recorded. But it's just about letting the relationship build and seeing where it goes from there. Okay. And, and do you ever help like with their like, because um, I mean, let me go back. So I heard this track called Sun Up and I was like, and I was like, oh, okay, that's, like that's not my song. That's not your song. No. Okay, 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 okay. So I, I was like, I was like, I've been hounding Apple Music to take that off my page for so long. Let <laughs> <laughs> me clarify that because I was like, okay, so you're a rapper, rapper, producer. I don't know, I'm trying to figure it out. But yes, I, I, I am a rapper though. I, I do have a project up on Apple. It's called a Goat, and the okay, other one, okay. yeah, yeah, and the other one's called the Album. That all right, so I wasn't I wasn't tripping, but I'm glad I brought up that one song because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely jumped out at me, man. Never heard it. <laughs> uh, so like, um, it's it just another question for you, man. Um, like, what um, what are some of the um, or I guess what was one experience that you feel like as a producer working with an artist, it was like I guess a humbling experience for you. Like, uh, in a sense, like that artist came with so much, you know, probably like, I'm not going to say like, I ain't going to say established or unestablished artists, but that artist just came with so much that you left, they left and it almost seemed like you gained more than they did. If, if that's ever happened. Um, I mean, I, I can't really say, I mean, I like, I've, I've been inspired by like artists work that I've, I've done with them. Like, like how, they, how, how their work ethic is in the studio and how they, how quickly they could get an idea together because that always amazed me because like back when I used to rap, it used to take me about a day or two <laughs> to fully put a song and put my full effort and, and the whole thought together. But I mean, just, yeah, I mean, just being humbled by how people, how creative people are and how, how easy it is for some people to just come out, come up, come up with something off the top of their head. Like Joe, like he, like he comes to the, like, like when we, when we record, he comes to the studio, I might make a beat on the spot, 
and before I'm even done with the beat, he has like what he wants to say already. <laughs> work. Hey, I was literally about to mention that because that was one of the things I saw him mention on his page. He's like, I write a verse as fast as I can. And so just to see you say the exact opposite, I was like, okay, that's where that yin, that yin and yang comes. I, I, yeah. I, I can yeah. say that vibe. All right, all right, all right. I like that, man. Uh, so, uh, so go to Joe. Um, so man, so yeah, listening to these, uh, to these albums, and um, I think like when I first reached out to you, like I was, I was bugging out about boarding passes, like boarding passes. <laughs> like I don't know what it was when it when it dropped. I was like, what the hell? And then like, and I think the the line that kind of almost made me wreck my car. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say it was, uh, it was a joint, um, that I actually was promoting. It was like, when the oxygen mask dropped, it's the huffing, but it was just like the, just the escalation and the, the mm. beat. Like, like I see kind of the background, just like this, while you was rapping. But yeah, man, so with that, man, like, how was, uh, how was the, uh, the vibe of, one being in the session or being in the uh the time that you were doing planes one or the original planes versus getting back in there and doing planes two like what was that vibe like you know what I'm saying putting out this recent project mm, man planes one we actually we did that in what like 11 days kind of yeah like 11 days, 11 yeah, days. we um man it was a, it was a time period when i just had time to go to the studio in a day and it was something that, I mean, I, I know it was something that I had been wanting to do. And, um, you know, Kanz and I had done music prior to, and every time it was just, it was easy. It was, it was super yeah. easy. So we just, I mean, it happened naturally. Just me coming through to the studio during the day. Um, he'd make a beat. I'd write the song, we record it. And we, <laughs> we just knocked it out like that, like really like that. Um, off of a lot of, um, a lot of medication, a lot of uh, herbal medication. Mm -hmm. So that's where the uh, yeah, the planes sure. reference <laughs> comes from initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was um, that was just that was a dope vibe in itself on the first one. Just kind of finding our footing that we already had, but just really, you know, um, Khan's really directs the sound. I look to Khan's a lot for um, you know just. Um, his his sound design, his production, the the way he orchestrates, organizes, arranges things, it helps push my pen or my creativity. Or he's like, hey, rhyme I, I made this beat rhyme over this joint. Like, you know, he really um he pushes my my vibes and my creativity. So for the second one, we actually uh we started recording the second planes in Brooklyn. Um yeah, yeah. the first planes ends in New York. So it was dope that we was able to, you know, we took a trip with the homies out to, to Brooklyn. We had uh Airbnb, invited some folks out. Um Tangina Stone, who's on the album, uh dope writer, dope singer. Um, she came out, shout out to Kim who, you know, hooked all that up and everything. And we uh we knocked out what did we do out there? We did I well, am Yeah, we did I am uh crazy, crazy part one and part two. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of unreleased joints that's not on there. Yeah, 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 a slew of unreleased joints. So we started out there in Brooklyn, and that was just like a that was a dope starting vibe. Um, yeah. We enjoyed ourselves. It was you know niggas they good. It was it was fun. So the the process or the challenge was carrying that same vibe back to Canton, Ohio, Canton, Maslin, Ohio. Like you know that's it's two totally different worlds. And um, we started with blank verse. That's the one that we did. Um, 
on the spot kind of freestyle song that that captured that essence and everything from there was just us continuously pushing you know pushing the boundaries of where we were at that point um the same same process but definitely more inclusive of uh, the people in our circle um a lot more uh, a, a little bit more organized than the last one for sure uh we were more on top of things but uh it was uh it was it was like the same thing come to the studio cons make the beat i write the verse we critique it um there's like every song has like 10 different mixes uh first class it <laughs> that's actually first, like yeah first class, first class was named something else like before it was first class i had like, like head down or something like yeah. i had like four different hooks on that yeah. so um <laughs> it was a more uh we, we we really babied this process and took our time with it and wanted to make sure that we had we wanted to make sure we had at least about 30 songs done to choose from so unlike the last plane uh planes one where you know, we pretty much kind of started with like the intro pretty much and then just knocked out the vibes that we wanted to have and ended with 11 tracks no more no less uh this one we recorded a bunch of joints and arranged it the way that we we felt would be the best flight for y'all okay okay and uh you may mention to the to the track blame verse and um i actually got a clip of it on here so i can run that if y'all love okay run that yet. so i'll let y'all go ahead and introduce this track man all right here's a blank verse it's the first single off of our project our album planes 2 which released july 31st you can stream that video blank verse on youtube shot by zenin shot by zenin right there in 330 man check it out hey man that track right there um <laughs> for one yeah the first vibe that i get man is like I was like, wherever where I'm at, wherever my shit is, I need to go ahead and roll on because like, it, it, <laughs> that just puts you in that mindset, puts you in that mood. Um, so yeah, with that, like, what was what was the? So I'm assuming so. Like, did you make the beat first, and, and you wrote the bars, or did you kind of have the vibe? And I know you y'all kind of already said it. You know, he makes the beat while you write the verse. Was that kind of the same with that? Like, yeah, is it? Uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah. Like, like this was like. Like we had came back to New York and like the day after we had got back, this is like the first thing we did when we hopped in the studio. So like I grabbed, I found some drums, started messing with some drums and found a little sample and played a bass line. And Joe started playing around with words in his head and just walked in the booth and just knocked it out like a, like, a, like like the crazy person he is. <laughs> just killed it, man. Made me sound like a rap superhero out there. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> So like when when you when you make songs like that like I mean this might be a silly question but I have to ask like when you make songs like that do you have to be in a medicated state because it sounded and it, the vibe was there like the vibe was completely there and I was just like well shit like there's a lot of things that I can do medicate but there's a lot of shit that I cannot it be the full verse you know what I'm saying so yeah like what what like how how was that like or is it more so just in the creative process. This one, that was more so the creative process. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan of a, I'm a, I'm a supporter of, you know, um, yeah, you know, the good stuff. So uh, that's, that's like, that's, that's usually a given, but I, there was a time when I, I didn't write at all under the influence because I didn't want to feel like, you know, it was influenced by that. Um, I just stopped doing that maybe recently, a couple years ago, but 
that so that more so is just the uh just creative process um wanting to try new things and that song i kind had to convince me that that song was dope because the fact that it was so simple um me being like being from new york i grew up under that extra lyrical that's what i started gravitating to more once i got out of the mainstream things like, oh it got me lyrics what's up what borough the the lost borough long island the place where the uh the guy rock came from <laughs> yeah but uh, I mean, yeah, just just being out there and absorbing all of that essence. I've I've always been hypercritical about anything that may be simplistic. So um, <clears throat> cons had to like you had to convince me like, yo, it's it's dope because you don't have to think too much on it. So I, you know, that's that's actually a lot of the process in there too. Is uh, you know, cons putting that battery in my back like yo, it's fire, because right. I'll I'll rewrite something in a minute. I'll be like, nah, that ain't that ain't it. Um, just being critical, but that was that was all creativity. Let's try something different. Let's keep it simple. Freestyle a little, uh, you know, a little bit here and there. Let's sing a little bit, um, and just capturing that vibe of what we had back in New York. And and one of the things that I hear that comes out a lot in your music, and what I realize a lot based off of your social media. And I was actually in, a, um, I'm, I'm on Clubhouse, you know, sometimes when I go into some of those rooms and they're talking music shit and I hear they were talking about, I can't remember the artist they were talking about, but they were saying she had so much, but she does not interact like at all with like her fans. She doesn't interact at all, but um, I, I see a lot in your humor with your bars, some of the stuff that you have humor in your bars, you kind of translate that as well to your, to your social media, like wise words with Yende. Like, I was just like scrolling through and I was watching some of them and like, it was like, you know, one of the things that you just like, you're up at like two in the morning and you're just like, oh, you know, and I'm just like laughing and shit. Wife, like, I'm like shaking yeah. my head and shit. Like, I'm laughing. So, <laughs> but like, it, it, it's good having that break. Like, uh, there was another artist that I uh, I interviewed, um, uh, yeah, uh, C uh, from Virginia. He's the same way where he, you know, he, he puts out a lot more like, uh, you know, inspirational things or like, you know, trying to really drop a jewel on somebody versus trying to just promote his music. Right, um, which I, I think it's really, which is really dope, and it's really important, you know. what I'm saying for that, 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 uh, that, that artist type of shit, because uh, people want to tap in with you on different levels, you know. What I'm saying? For sure, they, they want, you know, what I'm saying just the surface level shit. Um, That's yeah, I love that. Like the reason why a lot of my artists are my favorite artists is because I tuned into their interviews. Like that's if I if I like somebody's music, I'm immediately going to see what are you about. Um, if you got a whack interview, it kind of like throws me off. Your personality is like, hey, you know, it'll throw me off from the music a little bit or wanting to actually become a hardcore fan because, you know, but um, yeah. You know, it's crazy you said that because like I'm being on the other side of it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like there's a lot of artists, of course, that I look up, I, I see their interviews, but trying to be on the on the other side, actually looking to find the artists, having them interview. I listen to their music heavily first and I'll really end up liking their music. And then I interview and I'll be like, <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> it really just all depends, you know, like they're not all made the same. And, you know, I try not to, uh, I try not to judge based off it because I'm just like, shit, if I reached out to you, I, I, I fucked up something that you had going on, you know, you, you might have heard me. I don't know, you know, whatever the situation is. But that's the thing about me too, right? Like, I'm, I'm the total opposite of draw. I'm, I'm like an introvert. So I don't, you like you rarely see me post anything on Instagram. <laughs> so like 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 people are like like people don't really know my personality. I actually like know me. Like if they know me, they know I'm the goofy 
happiest dude ever. Like I just say the most silly shit. But like to everybody else, I'm like I'm like a serious ass dude. It's like serious. Said I am smiling. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Like I mean, that, that come off kind of like I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, that's funny. <laughs> does that does that ever like uh you know what it's actually funny as hell, man? Uh now that you say that, you know, you really remind me of that gif where the dude pulls in the uh uh I think he pulls in the uh what is the word where what does it say? Uh he says some shit, he just kind of looking at the camera the whole time, like <laughs> <laughs> be a lot of subject man um so what was that oh, i lost my train of thought man uh oh yeah so your demeanor so your, your demeanor do you ever feel like that that gets translated um through your um through the way that you work like the, the way that you kind of the way that you kind of do your beats and and, and what i mean is like uh i feel like what am i trying to say um what I've noticed about a lot of producers, and you know, please correct me if I'm wrong, but what I notice about a lot of producers is that um, y'all are like, you know, when they say of a cut from a certain cloth, like y'all are literally cut from a certain cloth, but at the same time, every cloth is different, every fabric is different, every right. material is different in a way, but they're still from the same cloth. I don't know, make that make sense, but I get um, it. So I guess, so I guess, and what I'm trying to ask is, um, is the community of amongst producers like you? Because honestly, you know, just a comparison, like, I don't know if anybody's ever given you like an alchemist type of comparison, but, yeah, sure. but or even like a, um, I would say a up north version of Knife Wonder, yeah. in a way, with the way that you do your samples. And so it's like, does that, does that, uh, that, uh, village, I'll say, of producers, is it welcoming? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do y'all bounce off of each other? Um, is it kind of like you know you gotta kind of bust your way through the door type shit? Yeah, I mean it's just a lot of, like I mean I don't really, I mean I, I've I've met a few industry producers, but I don't really know a lot of people to really base that off of. You know what I'm saying? Because like I'm usually just here doing my own thing. I'm I never go look like it's, it's like I was saying I'm, I'm an introvert, so I just be if you don't fuck with me, I ain't gonna fuck with you. And like, like that's probably like my worst downfall. But that's the way I'm just. I'm just to myself, and I have the people that I like, and it's just, it's just how it is. So, so the people who find out about you, kind of like, is it like a word of mouth. Is it kind of like literally just like somebody hears it and they're like, "Yo, who produced this? Cons? Who the fuck is Cons?" Yeah. You know it, like, is it is it pretty much like that? Because yeah. you're not really out there like that. Yeah, yeah, that's how. That, I mean, basically, because um, I have a video out now, and it was a video that. I produced for my homie Jamo and it has 38 special uh currency on it. Yep, yep, so. And everybody was like, like, who's this cons guy? Who's this cons guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well you got when you, get, when you get names like currency, yeah, yeah. That, that definitely, you know, so that, that catches it. And that's what I like about currency too. Like currency will I, I mean, well, I don't know, you might be able to correct me on that, but it seems like currency will definitely he, he deals with so many different producers. Yeah, for sure. Stuff, which is pretty dope. Um yeah. But I mean, how, how about you, uh, Joe? Like, when, when it comes to other artists, like, um, you know, I know it might be a little different with what's happening with the pandemic, but um, anytime that you've been in these, those rooms or those collectives with other artists, um, is, it, is it kind of like a welcoming type of thing? Is it, you know, you know, how the vibe? Man, I'm actually, I'm a bashful extrovert. So I, I, um, I kick back too. If I'm in a, if I'm in a room with some artists, it's usually some artists that I know. Yeah, it's the same way. Um, 
but I'm a fan of collaboration. So I'll, um, I'll look to insert myself when necessary. I don't ever like to impose on things, um, but I, I love to collaborate. I remember I was uh, down here in Atlanta in the studio with some artists, um, actually artists by the name of Booty from New York. And um, he was working on something and there was a part where, you know, there was a melodic part and I was able to, you know, coach him, you know, do some coaching through that. Yeah. Not dope ass artist by itself, but you know, just because of my knowledge of music theory, you know, some ways that I was trained classically, like I was able to help him find the, you know, what he was trying to get done and actually execute on that. So like that's that's really the area that I really want to go into is um like a creative consultant, rap coach kind of. I saw a rap coach on you. Yeah. And so yeah. You said that classical training, like, like what, like what was that? Was like, was that formerly school? Were you just taking classes? Like, yeah, what, what was that? Yeah, and um, in high school, like you know, I did some, I did some piano. Uh, you know, grandma had the piano. She, she'd have um, you know, teachers come through, but I, I never stick with that. But in high school, um, I had a, uh, I was in chorus, and the chorus to your name was Miss Subert. And that lady changed my life, man. She just, um, she really stressed the fact that the voice is an instrument. And like, you know, all the band folks, they're gonna talk down on you because they're gonna say it's not a real instrument, but you're creating the notes without having to press anything. Like your voice is an instrument in proper posture and then taught us solfege. And then from there, you know, I was, I was taking music theory classes. I was in madrigals where niggas would dress up in the Renaissance clothing and go out and sing. I was a bass section leader. So like, <clears throat> I absorbed all of that. Not saying I was the best singer or anything, but I was just, I've always been into music. So um, I took all of that in and that opportunity, I took that serious, everything that she taught, like, you know, I absorbed it. And um, just even doing my own research myself and certain uh, vocal warm up ex exercises, like I'm a rapper, why am I doing this? But it's for the simple fact that when I get in the, in the studio with an artist, I'm able to speak their language because I'm an artist as well. And then, you know, teach them as well and show them, hey, your voice is, is an instrument. This is what you can do with it. What are you trying to achieve? Because I, I got some really good ass ears. Uh, that's why me and Kyle's work so well together. We have very in tune ears. So, you know, we're able to create, execute, um, bring an idea to fruition. Okay, okay. So, uh, so okay, so, so going back to you, Kyle's, uh, kind of leading back into that, you know, that same, uh, that same relationship that you have uh, with, with Joe. Um, I mentioned uh, November Williams earlier and uh, y'all strike always. So you said that y'all were in the studio cooking up some things. Um, yeah, not necessarily to go into uh, specifics, but like, um, I mean, I don't know. It seemed like when I mentioned her, you know what I'm saying, early, like you, you know, you seemed like you, seemed like you were really excited about that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like how how is that you know saying that vibe being in there with with somebody like i said i i heard it and i immediately thought like yo like this is gonna be something like how like how i felt when i heard boarding passes that's personally how i felt when i heard this track because it was i immediately was like why is this not everywhere when i have all this boobity scoop shoot everywhere playing everywhere like why is this not being played and two like this is actually some real innovative shit. so um do you like how shit, i keep losing my questions um <laughs> How do you translate that excitement, but also kind of keep it drawn in when you're working with an artist, um, you know, like that? Um, powerful. 
well, like with November, I've known November since like 2011, and we didn't really start doing music until like doing music together until like 2018. But um, I mean, just when I'm in a studio, I, I never show my excitement <laughs> because, like, I don't know, I, I don't know how to show my excitement when I'm around people. Like, like I'm very straight faced, but like if I'm mixing the song and like like shit starts to sound good, like that's that's the most. I'm most like, oh my god, this is fire! This is fire! You know what I mean? But right. I don't know. But it just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I know there's like a lot of artists and producers. They talk about that thing that happens when when they know like that like something something sounds good. Like I, I was watching uh, what was it? Um, organ uh, organized noise, and they were talking like you know. And they know something's good. Sidney Brown, he get his little weird ass head now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he know the people's on. Uh, but yeah, pretty much just to wrap this all up, y'all. What is some advice that y'all could give uh, to the young producers out there? Literally, um, you know, however they're starting to produce these days, they probably got little things on their phone, and then they just move to the point where actually getting equipment. Um, or to the young artists these days, you know, writing notes down on their iPhones or you know whatever. Like, what advice do y'all have to them? Um, coming up in here into the game excuse me my advice for producers would be to stay hungry always be willing to learn something new and learn a little bit of music theory what um to artists i say um study the craft realize that it is a craft and it is an art form study that mug and the intricacies and also have an unwavering faith in yourself because if you don't, that's definitely going to hold you back. Unwavering faith in, in what you do and what you plan on accomplishing. Okay. Okay. I like that, man. Like, with that being said, I really appreciate y'all coming on to the show again, man. It's been a really, really sure. dope interview. Everybody that's tapped in, I don't know if y'all can see the comments actually, uh, but my homie Dutch, um, he said that, you know, thank you for sharing some new music. He's like, just started listening to Joe on Spotify playlist. I'm adding him to my Spotify playlist. Keep up the great work, Mr. Uh, I appreciate so, you. So yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, so with that being said, uh, this is Blackwall Music, Clue the Motherfucking Don, signing out with this dope-ass interview with hip-hop artist Joey Yende and producer Cons. I really appreciate y'all tapping in. Y'all have a good night. You do the same.